Throws up the floater. Good night! Wilson going for it all. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? Episode number six of Sports and Donuts. I want to welcome in everybody. Thank you guys for listening. First, want to welcome off my co-host RJ. What's up, man? What's up, boys? How you doing? Always here, dude. Always here. Appreciate you, man. And then we got. You know what? I'm going to take time to do this right now. I, I was going to do it at the end, but I'm going to do it now. So we have these, we've had these reoccurring guests, I guess you would say in a TV show, like a guest star, you know, people that just show up. But you know what? I want to make them regular cast members. I'm going to promote, promote them right here on the podcast. Mr. Davey and Mr. Ethan, I'm going to promote you guys to co-hosts. It is an honor, sir. Thank you so much. That really does mean a whole lot, man. Congratulations, boys. You guys are now Thank officially you. sworn in as co-host of Sports and Donuts. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And also, so I do, yeah, obviously, Davey and Ethan are in the house. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up? Dude. Hello. Yeah, good to have you, man. And then also, we have a new guest with us, RJ's friend. Uh, we're super excited to have him on. Brian, what's up, dude? up man just excited to be here ready to start that's right man that's right hey you want to tell us a little bit about yourself like what sports team you're in or anything like that uh yeah uh i go to Bryan high school uh i was on the football team hey. now i run track with my boy rj nice. yes sir uh i'm a warriors fan and also i'm a huge dallas cowboys fan yikes all right, we're gonna get along just nicely. We are starting off. Podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, boys. Hey, let's go ahead and start. So, um, first topic of the day, we're gonna talk about um, NBA top five rankings, power rankings, whatever you want to call it. And this is all our opinion. So, um, it's just gonna be one through five, um, anything like that. So, I'm gonna start with uh, Davey. In any order, man, you can start from one or five. Just give us your top five, man. Who do you think is the Alrighty. best? Well, I'm going to go number five. I got the Suns. Uh, they've been playing good defense all year long. They really know how to move the ball, especially now that Chris Paul is there kind of facilitating that offense. Devin Booker, he doesn't have to worry about initiating the offense. He can worry about being the focal point of the offense. Um, that, you know, as a team, they're awesome. And then whenever you break those guys down individually, they don't look like they would be as good as they are right now. Um, but they're playing great basketball right now. Uh, number four, I got the Trailblazers. Uh, we all know Dame. He's been carrying that team when McCollum went down. Um, who is there? Is it um, uh, Nurkic? Is that his name? Nurkic. Nurkic, that's right. He went down. Uh, Gary Harris stepped up. Um, a lot of those guys that were half decent last year really brought themselves into a role and really worked in the offseason and got better. Yeah. Um, Three, I got the Clippers. I mean, for obvious reasons, they're probably, you know, top four just talent-wise. Um, they know how to play defense. They know how to get their looks on offense. It's nothing new. We know the Clippers are good. Same thing with number two in the Lakers. Uh, we know how good they are. With Anthony Davis going down, their record might take a little bit of a hit, but their team is still so deep. 
I don't see it affecting them really that much. Maybe they lose an extra game or two just because they don't have AD's presence. Um, and number one, I got the Jazz. I don't think that in the beginning of the year, I thought the Jazz were going to be anything. I thought, yeah, they'd make the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell have a good year. Rudy Gobert make a case for defensive player of the year. But Ingles has stepped up. And um, who is oh, that? Uh, is it Royce O'Neal? Royce O'Neal has been really good this year. Um, they, they've been on a run, and that's why I got, I got all five teams from the West. Um, I was going to put the 76ers at five, but when I saw that they lost to the Blazers, the Suns, and the Jazz in their last three games, I felt like the, the Suns kind of earned that position by getting that W. Um, but we'll see what happens. Good, man. Hey, and also I just want to add to, like, I think, I'm not really sure, but Mike Conley's having a nice year too. That's right. That's who I forgot. Yeah, Mike Conley's have been having a really nice year. So, uh, Jazz are a team to watch out for. Um, let's see. Brian, man, give us your rankings. All right. Number five, I have the Bucks. Mm. Okay. Turn the notes real quick. Uh, we have Giannis averaging 28, 11, and 6. Those are numbers competing against his MVP, his first MVP each season. And then they have one of the most underrated moves of the season in my eyes. Uh, Drew Holiday going there, 16, oh, 5, yeah. 5. That's going to get it nice. done. Yeah. yeah, man, I like Drew Holiday. Number four, I have the 76ers. Uh, Seth Curry. He's been a really good player this year. He was on pace to be 50-50-100, and that will get it done. 50% from the field, 50% from three, and 100% from the free throw line. Right now, he's averaging 49-47-97. That's still going to get it done for the 76ers. Obviously, you have Joel Embiid being an MVP candidate. And Ben Simmons, yep. have an interesting stat there. Whenever he was guarding Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Pascal Siakam, and Shai Gilgis Alexander. They combined for 50 points on 59 mm. shots and nice. only made 19 of them. That's 32%. So their team to be reckoned with. Ooh. Number three, I have the Clippers. And Paul George has returned back to PG 13 instead of Pandemic P, averaging 24 <laughs> points. Nice. And he's shooting 50, 40, 90. So that'll get it done. Ty Lue, he has the team playing together, playing strong. And seven players on their team are shooting over the league average from the three-point line. Wow. Number two, I have the Jazz. Six players on their team are averaging more than 10 points. They average 115 points a game. And they're shooting 46% from the three-point line, which is absolutely insane. Eight points above the uh, league average. And then you have one of their X factors, Jordan Clarkson, 18.2 points a game. Oh, yeah. That's going to work. He dropped 40 last night, I believe so. Yep. And then at number one, I have the Nets for obvious reasons. They have the three most skilled basketball players on the planet right now. And even though Kevin Durant has missed some games because of Achilles and minutes and stuff like that, I still believe they're the best team in the league right now. And the reason I don't have the Lakers at the top five is because of Anthony Davis' injury. Mm. Yeah, I, can, I get that. See that? I can see that. Hey, great rankings, dude. Much respect to that. Ethan, bro, what you got? Well, first of all, I just want to say, did you see that the Lakers are probably going to buy out Blake Griffin? Oh, no. Yeah. If they get Blake Griffin. If they get Blake Griffin. 
it doesn't even matter know. at that point because all, all he's a spot up shooter. Yeah, but he and hasn't he, he hasn't been that. I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, adding him to an already deep LA team, how many minutes is he going to get? How long will it take him to adjust? I don't know. He's just going to be a shooter. Yeah, I think it's crazy play. to think that Blake Griffin's a shooter now, right? Not I think he could possibly start with the Lakers because Marcus is having trouble getting up and down the court. You can have Anthony Davis at the five, LeBron at the three, and Blake Griffin at the four. I think that'll work. Him being a spot-up shooter while LeBron drives the lane and kicks it out to Blake Griffin, four-corner three. That could be a really nice team. Nobody's going to be allowed to have the Lakers in 2K if that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, you're still not allowed to use the Lakers anyway. <laughs> be unfair. Be unfair. Ethan. Well, I would love starting out number five, um, the Denver Nuggets. Okay. All okay. right. I like it. I just love to play that uh, Jokic is doing. He's probably my most favorite big man in the league right now. Yeah. And like, you know, he's changing the way a big man is looked at. You know, he can shoot from beyond the arc, he can play inside. He's, he just has phenomenal range for somebody of his size. Uh, Jamal Murray's playing great. One of the he's one of the best guards in the league right now, in my opinion. Uh, number four, I'd go with the Nets because, like uh, Brian said, they have three of the best players in the league right now on like on the face of the planet. But you see, like they have the best defense, or no, 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 sorry, best <laughs> offense in the league and the worst defense in the league. That doesn't balance out at all, and something's got to. You get have it. to have. You have to have defense to win ball games. Sure. Uh, number three, I just want to go ahead and say I'm not going to put my precious Celtics anywhere in here because they're they lost to the Wizards tonight. Oh. Absolute trash at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Real fan. Number, Real fan. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, number three. I don't know. Damian Lillard, the Portland Trailblazers. That game against the Mavs the other night, I wasn't watching it, but when Duncan texted the group chat to watch it, that was a good game. Damian Lillard, that step back. Who was it? That was me. (laughs) Okay, sorry. No, you're good, buddy. Y'all both give off off, uh, that Draymond energy. Hey. Yeah, donkey. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Number two. You know what? I'm just going to skip to number one. Number one, Lakers. As much as I hate to admit it because I hate LeBron James. Yes, sir. I'm a, I'm a Jordan fan, as you know, as a, I have the jersey, but the Lakers. And with AD being out, that – I mean, you would think that would be a problem, but it's really not being – I mean, honestly, it's not a problem. It doesn't look like a problem. LeBron James is still doing things on his own. He's still taking – the role of king, you know, he's leading his people, I guess. I hate LeBron yeah. James. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> See, that took a lot for me to admit that. It took a lot. Hey, dude, it's all love and respect here, isn't it? Yeah. I'm getting flushed right now because I said that. <laughs> uh, but number two, emotional. the Jazz. I have uh, Ingles on my uh, – one of my fantasy leagues. And then I also have Jordan Clarkson. He's on the Jazz, right? Yeah. 
And they're both playing. They're both playing. Like Jordan Clarkson got me like 89 points the other night. I just want to take a second. If you're watching this, I thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So that's my five. It's obvious the East sucks. Yeah. East. Yeah, good ranks, man. RJ, what you got for us, man? I figure right, so, I figure we uh we know what your number one is, but we'll let you go anyway. Okay, okay, great, great, great. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw in there real quick. Uh I, I have a quick top off, but um I as my runner up, I guess. So my number six is definitely gonna be the Nets. Uh they've been taking a couple L's because of the loss of KD, but we see them with the most talented backcourt we've the most talented backcourt I've seen watching. And it's almost just as talented as that uh, as that Warriors team with KD. So that's that's just my own. That's my number six. So then at number five, I have Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers. Man, Damian Lillard hasn't lost a step since losing McCollum. Man, we're waiting on him to come back, but Damian Lillard's still playing great, averaging twenty nine points and seven assists. I really love Damian Lillard. He's been one of my uh, favorite players to watch since middle school. Then coming at number four, I have the 76ers. Embiid is making a playing great, making a, a an insane case for MVP. Man, he's he's uh he's making a case for a 50 40 yeah. 90 season. Like Curry, what was it, Davey? 2015 2016? Um, I think 2015 2016 and 2017. Let me see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's just been playing insane, man. It's hard to play him and Jokic are just changing the way that the, the five is played, and it's, it's yeah. fun to watch. It's great to see. So my number three is going to be the Clippers, man. Kawhi is averaging 29 points right now. PG, like Brian said, is uh, out of out of uh, the, the bubble PG. He's about to be in PG-13. Oh, he's it. averaging 24. PG is also hitting uh, 3.8 to – I think the the exact number was 3.8. and He's like third in the league in uh, three-point shots averaged a game. So my number yeah. two, my number two – as nobody expected, is is the Lakers okay? So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Lakers right here at number two because of the loss of AD. I what? definitely would put them. I don't know if I would put them at one with AD, but um, I have them at number two. LeBron I, is playing great. AD was playing great before he got hurt. The injury really doesn't go into a part for me right now. I just got them sitting at number two. They're playing great. LeBron averaging 26, shooting 50 percent from the field. I love to see it. And then number one, I got the Jazz, man. Gobert is uh he's third in rebounds in the league and second in blocks. We know he's gonna make another case for defensive player of the year, but I was not expecting Donovan Mitchell to come out and play as great as he's been playing. He's put that team on the back. He's playing like a complete veteran, man. And I just love to see it because I uh, a couple of years ago, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little Donovan Mitchell hater my freshman year, to be a matter of fact. I was a little hater because he was throwing up – well, I don't think it was my freshman year or whatever. His rookie year, he was throwing up a lot of threes, and I think one game he went like one for seven or a couple games, he he missed a lot of threes. So I was like, yeah, that man's not a shooter. And then seeing him now, I don't know if he just had them – I don't know if them games were just bad games or he was just not a shooter and he's developed. But that man nice. His game is just all around. And he's an amazing athlete. You see him go up and dunk right up under the rim like he's a center or something. And his, he's just got – bunnies man i wonder what his standing vertical is but yeah, yeah so i got the jazz i got the jazz number one that's my list dude that's awesome man that's awesome i love donovan all you right thought so, that i was gonna have the lakers at number one huh i honestly did i'm not gonna lie i thought you were uh since you're a lebron lover boy i just figured that it was gonna I be i mean you're you're an mj lover boy so don't don't throw that out like that well, I don't know my top five but um all right yeah so number five i got the nuggets because uh 
uh, every year they're very consistent as it is. Um, so, I mean, you just got to recognize that. Obviously, you got an MVP candidate in Jokic. He's averaging, you know, 27, 11, and 8. So, I mean, he's having a great year. And you guys have already said it. He's changing the way the big man is played. So, I mean, I love – and they also got great young pieces as well. Um, uh, what's, what's his name? Hmm, I don't know. But they do have a veteran presence in Millsap, and I like him too. Um, number four, 76ers. I mean, Embiid's on my fantasy team. He's carrying it, him and Bradley Beal. Um, but he is playing at an MVP level. Um, and like uh, Brian said, I think it was, Ben Simmons is just playing amazing defense. Um, and they got also oh, also Tobias Harris. Nobody's mentioned him. Oh, yeah. He's having a career year, I would say. It's an all-star level uh, year. In he general. was nice when he was with the Pistons as well. Yeah, yeah. He's having a great year. When people last year were like, oh, this guy sucks. He wasn't worth the contract. Uh, so that's good to see him stepping up. And then you got Maxi and uh, – Milton, who are young pieces, and they're doing really well. Um, so I think they're a threat. Uh, we'll see about this Embiid injury. I think he's doing fine, but like some of this back, but you know, LeBron pushed him. But anyway, um, number three, I got the Lakers. I got Lakers. I would put them in the top two, but because of AD's injury, I'm knocked him down a spot. Um, but I, I, it's in my notes. This is pretty obvious. I mean, when you have LeBron on your team, I mean, you're gonna be good. Um, that's kind of – you kind of can't uh, not acknowledge that. So, um, they also got a good uh, quality uh, supporting cast. So, um, I feel like they'll be all right without AD for a minute, but I don't think they'll go all the way and win it without AD. But um, they are a very good team. So, number two, I got Utah Jazz in it for every single reason that you guys have already said. So, I really don't have to uh, go into that. You can't just deny what they're doing right now. All these winning streaks, it's just – and crazy and like i said earlier conley's having a great year as well as well as clarkson so that's that's really good for him number one i got the la clippers um mainly because uh Kawhi, you know having a great year paul george having a great year uh i think it's i think we have to wait to see uh how you know how he will play in the um uh, in the playoffs but i mean you know the bubble could have just been a different experience so i'm not going to put that against him um, and you got these other guys, other pieces, you know, off the bench or not that are stepping up, you know, Marcus Morris, Lou Williams, obviously being consistent as he is, you know, Serge Ibaka on that team, um, and Batum as well. And they also have one of the top defenses in the league. So I'm going to put them at number one for now. Their record might not be, uh, it's, it's top three, but I'm going to put them at number one just for that reason. Um, I got a question before we move on. While we're on the NBA topic, I was thinking about this earlier. Yes. Um, we've talked about MVP, but as far as the other awards go, mm. you know, like six-man DPOY, rookie of the year, and most improved, and, and coach of the year, if y'all want to go there, um, who do y'all have? Um, okay, so I'll, I'll grab one real quick. I'm definitely going to put Brad Beal, Bradley Beal at most improved player. Uh, he's lead, or at least right now, he's leading the league in scoring. Man, it's just amazing to see. And I really want to see him out of Washington. I don't know if he's going to leave Washington because you know that fat contract he just signed and all that. I don't know if he really wants to leave, but like, hopefully, he does. You know, you want to you want to win. You don't want to put up thirty five plus and still lose the game. So, I, I'd put him in, in most improved player for sure. Okay, I would probably say for I'll take Coach of the Year. I'd, I'll I'll take Doc Rivers. 
and just what he's been able Ooh. to do with the 76ers. Um, and you see, you know, Embiid, it's good. We know that. Um, but also, you know, Ben Simmons doing really well and all these young, they're, they're just clicking, I think. Even though they went on that, you know, three-game skid, like, you know, there's a lot of factors to that. But I just think that he is revolutionized. Him and Daryl Morey, too, um, have really – uh, put a new face to that uh, organization. So I, I would probably take Doc Rivers as coach of the year on that one. Uh, I'll take rookie of the year. And as no surprise, it should be LaMelo Ball. He's averaging yes, like sir. 26 and seven since he's became a starter. So that obviously speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. And his dad had praise for him before the league, even though he may get a lot of hate. He said his youngest was going to be the best. And so far he is. And I'm a huge Alonzo fan, but he's outperformed what people had him labeled as. Yeah. He is definitely a very great player. They should have started him from the start. Like, come on. That's now. why I snagged him off the, uh, off the fantasy boards instead of taking Russell Westbrook or Paul George. You already know. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, you're smart, man. You're a smart dude. You're a smart dude. Ethan, you take one. You got uh, DPOY and what's the other one? Uh, defensive player of the year. I'd either go Ben Simmons or Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I like. I the saw earlier. I saw the. I saw earlier. Ben Simmons is averaging like six point eight rebounds a game, two point two steals. I think like. Let me see. I don't want to take too long looking it up. I don't know, but maybe almost close to a point in blocks, but that's still pretty good when it comes to blocks and somebody in his position, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's big seven and playing a guard. Oh, yeah, he's huge for a guard. I wish I think, he had a jump shot, though. I think yes. we can all agree on sixth man being um, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's pretty hard to debate what he's been doing over there. The only thing that I disagree that y'all said, and it's not because I don't think Bradley Beal's good or, or that he has improved, that he hasn't improved. Julius Randle went from being mm. nothing oh, to yes. everything. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, the is the mix. I had him and Jeremy Grant because, like, he, like Blake Griffin was supposed to be the big thing in Detroit, um, and Derrick Rose, but it's been Darrell Wright and uh, not is it Darrell Wright or is it uh, it's D Wright? I don't know what his name. Him and uh, Jeremy Grant, they've really been running it up there in Detroit, man. Yeah, I I totally yeah. I totally would, you know, you changed my mind. I totally would take Julius Randle. He's playing <laughs> yeah. so good right now. Granted, he's on the Knicks, but. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> saw, I saw something where it said a bunch of people on Twitter were like, uh, Julius Randle, best Knicks player of all time. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's, so it would have been KD and Kyrie would have ended up in New York. If and they Zion. Yeah. If they, uh, if they would have just played their cards right, but they didn't. Hey, it could have been Steph. Didn't he say he wanted to play in Madison? Thank God it wasn't. <laughs> are, we, <laughs> right. are, we just, are we just forgetting Carmelo? I don't know, dude. Oh, um, Patrick Ewing. We know was, Denver Carmelo was right. way Ewing? Ewing? Carmelo. Yeah, Ewing, I think. I mean, Carmelo, yeah, he was great. I mean, he is great, but Denver, Mello, and hey, I, hey, even hey. Portland mellow, man. Yeah, I mean, Portland mellow right now. Hey, 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 Derek Rose. <laughs> Derek Rose. You guys are sleeping on the real best player in Knicks history. Lynn yeah. Sanity. Do I have yes, to sir. Oh, 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 you guys. <laughs> Lynn Sanity. Oh, man. 
Hey, Warriors, call them up, man. Come on. Facts. Heck are you See, doing? They guys? need them right now. They're down by 14. I mean, I know hey, it's all for South, but. Bro, um, who is it? Bam. Bam's been destroying Golden State with their lack Bam's. of interior play. Yep. And I, um, he's been dissing it, getting rebounds too, and I got him in fantasy. So, hey, I got him in fantasy too. Hey, at least I ain't playing any of you guys. I, ain't playing <laughs> I almost I almost dropped Jordan Clarkson the other night before that big game. Yeah. Oh, that would have been. Oh, that would have been tough. I would have quit myself. I would have quit. I would have picked him up too. Yeah. I just felt something like touch my shoulder and like move my finger away from the button. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. All right. Well, hey, great list, respectful list. Um, is there any other awards that that we can talk about? Was that did we cover them all? Baby? We forgot MVP. Yeah. I mean, we can give our MVP. Brian didn't know what they are. Brian, who you got? LeBron. <laughs> LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. Uh, 26, 8, and 8. That'll get it done. Shooting like 38% from the three-point line. Yeah. His free throw, shooting, free throw shooting has always been like an issue for LeBron. So I'm not really going to dig too deep into that. 50% from the field. And they're, and they're the second seed in the hardest conference in the NBA. So I mean, I'm going to take LeBron. That's respectable. It's respectable. I like that. And his time to really make up any ground that anybody feels that he lost is now. Because now I guess to play more minutes and get the ball in his hands more. So right. this is time to make up for lost time. Hey, I, I respect that take. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you mine and we can give ours real quick. But I, I previously in an episode I took Kevin Durant before he went down uh, for injury. RJ, who did you have, man? MVP? I think I had either Beal. I think I had Beal or Embiid. Yeah, it was one of those. Ethan, you got Luca. an MVP? I had Luca. Oh yeah, you had Luca. <sighs> I think I think I went Jokic, but yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, as a Warriors fan, it's hard not to say Steph. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> I, I I can't pick Steph. I don't want to pick Steph because like even though he is in the conversation. I mean, I think Jokic has had the better season, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, he's been doing this for three seasons, man. I mean, this is nothing new to Nikola, and he's just tearing it up, dude. He is, man. He's a great player. Hey, if Steph drags that team to the to the playoffs, though, they're going to give him MVP, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's playing great. If he can keep doing what he's been doing as far as scoring, I mean – it's tough There's to not give so it to the guy. There's so many people. There's so many candidates right now. So many candidates. And it'll it'll thin down. I mean, yeah. one of them, or two of them probably, even Luca. Oh, nothing against Ethan. Luca's kind of already worked his no. way out of that. Um, why do you think I said I had Luca? I know. I know. I know. He's That's gone. I'm not he's out I'm of conversation. But you know, by the all-star break, we'll probably hear it narrowed down to like Stefan Nicola or LeBron and Embiid. We'll, we'll be able to see a little bit more clearly. Yeah. Yeah, that narrative will, uh, yeah, go down. All right, boys, let's move on to uh, – what are we going to call it speed run, RJ? Yeah, we might as well just call it speed run because I still had thought of a name for it. <laughs> Why don't we just call it the RJ run then? Speed run, baby. <laughs> That's how you introduce a Duncan, Duncan, when you edit this, you need to put, like, a cool thing. Like, when we say speed run – like, you know, it does like a little cut. Like and speed. It does, run, 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 it, run. Yeah, it does something. That'd be cool. 
speed run. Do the do the Star Wars thing you did earlier. Do that again. There you go. Oh, you gonna do it now? Oh, I mean, oh no, not now. I don't know how that was now. Do it, do it later. I don't need to maybe auto maybe auto tune it a little bit a lot actually. I'm not a not a singer. But yeah, that's that's the cue for the next thanks, thanks, thanks. That's a cue for the next segment. Uh speed run, baby. Here we go. RJ, he is the judge this week. Um yes, sir. I will let you take the I'll let you take the reins. Uh if you want to explain what it is again, do it. Um what is the order though? That way we don't so okay so this today's order while i'm looking at it we'll go duncan ethan brian davy all right all right duncan ethan brian davy uh for those new listeners for those old we're gonna take you back uh we got a segment called speed run pretty much to this evening i'm gonna tonight i'm gonna be the judge duncan ethan brian and davy are all gonna uh try to sell me their ideas Kind of like Shark Tank, they they pitch me an idea. I either say yes, I either say yes, continue. They're gonna if I say yes, continue. They're gonna give me a quick summary as of to why I should agree with them. If I say no or nah or anything <laughs> saying that I don't like their idea, we're gonna, they're gonna stop talking. We're gonna move to the next person, and I'm gonna try to move a little bit quickly. So that's it. You guys, you ready? You guys ready? Ready, ready, ready. All right, so Doug, I'm ready when you are. Do it. All right, here we go. We're starting with me. The Arkansas Razorbacks, the basketball team, will make it into the Sweet 16. Yes. Continue. Continue? All right. So according to the many websites that I looked at, we're projected to land either number seven through ten seed, any one of those. Um, We beat a top ten team in Missouri, right, just a couple days ago. It's a quality win. We just beat – the Gators too, and that's that's a quality win. They got a good record. Um, we got better offensive rebounding the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're doing really uh, good there, and uh, we also have if if you just watch the Razorbacks, man, we have heart, grit, and the energy, and I believe that can carry us to at least Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen. So, and, yeah, and, man, that's yeah, and, yeah, we're young too as well. So even if we don't make it into the sweet 16 or further like this is going to be an experience for us guys they're going to learn and you know be better next time so i would say they will make it to the sweet 16 that's what i think yeah except for moses moody he's probably going to be in the league next year yeah uh, he's a freshman this year he's a freshman chill he'll come back back. hopefully (laughs) i think that's one advantage that arkansas has that some other teams don't is we have that guy that we can go to you know like uh like gonzaga has that guy and you you only see that in the top five teams and arkansas is one of those teams that we have that guy but we're not supposed to be there if you know what i'm saying like yeah we, we we can do it man yeah i have confidence in the squad I'm just waiting on KK to get back, man. I really want to see what he did because he looked great here at Bryant. So I'm just I'm waiting on bro. Little back. off note, his brother. I played him in high school. That dude was huge, and it was not fun. I will tell you that right now. His it younger brother tough. is insane too, but he's hurt right now. So uh, both of them are hurt. Dang. Athletic family. Yeah. All right. So Ethan, go ahead. Send me your idea. Okay, my first one. This I just kind of made this off the top of my head. Oh, okay. And I want to kind of say it from earlier. Somebody in the most improved, Zach Levine. Oh, continue. 
Zach Levine. Okay, I just kind of looked this up. The man is averaging from his last six games, 52-94, from the two, and then 29-50, from the three. The only better all-time to shoot 55% on 50 attempts is Steph Curry back in 2016. This man, Zach Levine, is playing amazing. I don't know. I kind of get a Michael Jordan vibe for him, even though it's not going to go that far. But, just, you know, <laughs> how he's, he's just leading the Bulls right now, and he's doing a great job of it. And I can't wait to see where he goes from here because when he was drafted to Minnesota, I thought he was a bust. I really did. I mean, it just wasn't working out for him, but I'm glad he's kind of found his way, and I hope he sticks with Chicago the rest of his years. I hope he kind of builds his team back into the franchise it once was. Because we I haven't seen something like that. I get what you're Derek saying. Rose. Okay. But I'm going to have to disagree with you on most improved, man. He's been playing great for a while. I think it was a couple of years ago, either last year or the year before that, he dropped 12 threes. And that was – he he joined the Splash Brothers and being only a couple – four people, what was the – to hit four, 12 threes in the game. So I wouldn't give him most improved. because right, But Bradley Bill's been playing really ago. good too. Bradley Bill's played good in most of his career. I mean, but he's like taking it to another level. Zach Levine has been on this level. Nobody just talks about it. Now they so I'm gonna, we gonna go to you, Brian. Jordan's the goat, but LeBron is the boat. Nah, go go ahead, uh, David. Um, labor issues will cause some major league to miss a full season. Continue. So we've seen in the past lockouts. I think it was 2011. Um, mm-hmm. with the NBA, they missed half the season. Um, you hear a lot about NBA players talking about, oh, well, we want as much control over um, our contracts as the NFL players do. And the NFL players say, well, we want as much control over where we go, how we're traded, as the NBA players do. Well, I mean, you, I understand where they're coming from, but at some point in time, something's going to have to give. The players aren't going to want to give. The, you know, the league's not going to want to give. And so it's going to take quite a while for them to get this figured out. It could be related to COVID. It might not even be related to money or to teens. But I know a lot of players don't want to play in the All-Star game because of COVID. And it it might just fade away and go into nothing. But it sucks to think about. I don't want to miss football season or basketball season. I'm praying it's the MLB that that misses a full season because nobody cares about baseball. (laughs) Nobody does, dude. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. I definitely agree with you, Dave. I definitely agree. That is, yeah, that's that's not a take that I was expecting to hear tonight. So we can go to uh, we can go to Dungeon. Yes, sir. So here we go. The L.A. Rams with Matthew Stafford, obviously, will make it to the NFC Championship next season. Ooh, continue. Oh, I'll bet. All right, so obviously the Rams don't have any first round draft picks, so they're not going to pick up anybody you know, real nice in the first round, second round, anything like that. And you already know those defensive pieces are going to be back. Uh, You got Leonard Floyd, who's been really good, underrated. You got Williams. I think he's a safety, I believe. I'm not really sure. You got, obviously, do I have to say it, Donald and Ramsey. (laughs) It's going to be a top five defense next year, no doubt about it. Then you got Cam Akers, who showed against us in Seattle how good he really is. And I think he's just going to keep going. He will be that premier running back. And, you know, Jared Goff was nice and all that. But, you know, you got Matthew Stafford. I think he's got a couple more years left in him. And him with Sean McVay's offense in his mind, they're going to be forced to reckon with, dude. Okay, I agree with you. Okay, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's hard. 
especially if they were to pick up like a real like really speedy guy, just grab somebody from out of nowhere, maybe a steal or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe during all season that team would be impeccable. Right. Go ahead. I think. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. I'm sorry. I think that you know, golf when he was in LA, he was playing not to lose. And I think when Stafford gets in there and gets under center, he's going to be playing to show that he's still got it. He's got more to prove than Goff did while he was there. So I think he can turn it around. I, I agree. Yeah. Man, I feel like Goff oh, – not Goff. Stafford is way too underrated, bro. He is. He, he's, he was yep. throwing no looks before Patrick Mahomes was in the league. Mm-hmm. And he was going stride for stride with Drew Brees for 5,000-yard seasons when Brees was at the top of his game. And nobody yeah. talked about Stafford no because Drew was doing it. Yeah. He is mad so, underrated. Go ahead, Ethan. Oh, is he not doing this? Your friend? It's I Duncan, know. then you. I know that, but I thought I thought it was Duncan, then him, then back to me. Your friend Brian. No, My bad. Brian, Brian, go ahead. Ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm ready. I was just oh it's, it's Duncan, you, Brian, then Davey. Oh, that's right. He said the thing about MJ. My bad. I forgot, bro. My bad. All right. I think Coach K is almost done. Continue. Uh, this is one of his worst seasons yet. He's 8-8 eight and eight right now. And Duke hasn't been like this since 1995. He, um, Jalen Johnson opted out for the rest of the season because of the NBA draft. I get that, whatever. But I think it's also because he hates to lose. He came to Duke for a winning program. And then at the beginning of the season – Duke, uh, Coach K said he wasn't going to play any more non-conference games after he lost, like, what, three to, like, some yeah. terrible terrible teams. So, I mean, it might not be something that you probably would hear on a speed take, but, like, is, Duke sucks this season. So does Kentucky. I think John Calipari and Coach K are done. I think this one of, the, one of them is about to leave after this season. And never when, you say, when you say done, do you mean, like, done coaching or, like, retiring? Or like, like, do you mean? Yeah, I think one of them is retiring. I think one of them is going to retire by the even. Uh, wow, Las Vegas is doing bet, betting on this. One, which one's going to leave first? And they think it's going to be by the end of the season. So I just think one of them's out. I don't, don't know think if so? I can agree with you on that. I definitely see where you're coming from, but I, I don't think I can give a stance on that just yet. I don't. I don't think I can give a stance on that at all. I mean, they're just bad seasons. I mean, they could just take it like a with a pinch of salt and just be like, all right, let's grow from this. But uh, Coach K, when he – I don't like how he was like, oh, we're not going to play any more conference games because he lost to unranked people this week. So, uh, he, yeah, he, he definitely is weak. He got got his head's a little too big. But go ahead, Brian. The Jags compete for a playoff spot. Ooh. Good save. All right. The Jags have $80 million in cap space and a couple of free agents that are – uh, pending this year are Shaquille Barrett, Chris Godwin, uh, Levante David, I believe. You yeah. can throw $100 million at Shaquille Barrett, and maybe he'll come to Jack, uh, Florida. And, that thing, and then you factor that in with Trevor Lawrence, and they have another first-round pick. Uh, they pick number 23, and then they have two second-round picks. They can make a playoff run in that division. I understand that they have Derrick Henry there, but – that division's looking a little weak, especially since the Colts don't have a quarterback yet. Man, and I do like Urban Meyer. The Colts. Who else was I talking? Duncan, who else were we talking about that might end up on the Colts? 
uh, uh, dang, Russell, Russell, yeah, Russell on the Colts. That would, I don't think that would happen. It was somebody else. Man. That'd be a championship team. I'm convinced. It's so that that Colts team is just missing a quarterback, and as soon as they get that quarterback, it's going to be over. But but Brian, getting back to your point, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I didn't uh, I didn't know they had that much cash space. You could let, yeah, they have a lot of money to just throw at people and be like, hey, you want to get paid or do you want to do you want to get paid and win or do you just want to win? And somebody's going to be like, I want the money. Let's let's win. So oh, on, uh, and they also on the have some offensive okay, weapons. Oh my bad. <laughs> oh no no no! Continue continue. They also have some offensive weapons and DJ Chart, DD Westbrook, James Robinson, mm-hmm. Tyler oh, Eifert's been pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Chark has exactly. been a phenomenal fantasy option for the past two seasons. Even though they're not that great, Chark is so talented. Yeah. Man, Eifert, I'm not sold on Eifert. I remember in like 2016, 2015, he was he led the league in uh receiving touchdowns and um at, at the tight end spot, and he was just injury plague since he's going to be a really good player well I would say really good he's going to be a good role player when he's healthy but just being able to rely on him I'm not sure if he's going to be reliable because you know the best ability is availability and I don't know if he's going to be available like he should be as an NFL player so moving on to Davey well man I'm not gonna lie most of my list is pretty unorthodox um, stuff I'm gonna say that there's gonna be a female head coach in a major sport at some point in time in the next two seasons. Ooh. Disagree. Go, uh, Duncan. All right. Really? Um, I don't mean to be sexist, but I don't see that happening. I think that girl from San Antonio is going to take up Popovich when he goes. That's What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> don't? Becky. I mean, Becky Harrington? With her. And then didn't the, uh, the Buccaneers, don't they have two they have female two. coaches on their staff? I do. Yeah. I know the 49ers has a female coach on their staff, but I don't see any. I don't see a female taking a head coaching spot. Not I think it'll yet. be more difficult in football, but basketball. I mean, I don't think we're too far away because I think wasn't it the NFL that came out and said that um, they want more black GMs. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's getting more progressive, and and they're they're moving towards forcing these things instead of just letting them happen. The NFL which, does. The NFL doesn't even have a black GM anymore. Yeah, I guess the, the thing. Baltimore's GM retired a little while ago. What about the guy from Cleveland, Andrew Barry? Okay, maybe there's one. There used to be two, but there's one. I'm gonna be honest. I don't pay attention to the races of the GMs. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't just either. Like, is he doing a good job or is he not? Right. Yeah. Same. Right. 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 Like if he's not doing a good job, get him out of there. But if he's doing good, keep him there. I don't care about his color, honestly. Yeah. As long as it's not segregated. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to be able to watch my sports. But yeah, uh, so I guess I'll I move on to my take. Yep. Bro, M- Mitchell Trubisky to the 49ers. RJ, isn't that the guy you had yesterday playing Madden and you were complaining about him the entire time? No. So, yes. disagree. Yes. Disagree, Duncan. It was definitely not Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yes, it was Mr. Trubisky, but disagree. Disagree, Duncan. Um, Man, I, I don't think they'll pick up such a trash. Actually, no, no, continue. I want to hear you continue because they have a great QB coach. Go ahead. <laughs> so, if you think about it, you watched last season. Trubisky did come alive there in the last couple of stretches of the game. All right, he was playing, he was playing nice. And if you 
if you ship him down to San Francisco, he might not be a starter yet. You know, if if this is all this, my whole point is like is hovering over the fact that Jimmy G stays. So if he goes over there, he backs up with Jimmy G. He gets some experience there just a little bit. Uh, he may come in halfway through the season and he starts tearing it up. And you also got Kyle Shanahan. And, you know, the 49ers kind of stunk mainly because of their injuries. You got Nick Bosa coming back. You got Fred Warner. You got Richard Sherman not, might, might not come back, but is he really a factor anymore? You don't know. And you know, I mean, he could be a great coach, though, or mentor. That's true. That's true. I, I would love to see him as a coach. But that defense is going to be really good as well. Um, so, I mean, if you just ship him to them, to the 49ers, you got Kyle Shannon, like you said, the quarterback coach, whatever his name is, I'm not really sure. Um, but I think that they can uh, tap into his potential, and I think he could be a quality starter, no matter who the quarterback is, whether it's Jimmy G or Trubisky, hypothetically speaking. The 49ers are going to be good. I think okay. that'll be the best spot for him. Okay. I, I definitely agree with you now. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Is, now, if you had said Carson Wentz, I would have um, I would have had to bug out. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> Four. Three. I'm a, my uh, last one. Actually, my second one, but I skipped down to Coach K. It was about Arkansas, but basically the same same thing. Duncan said they're Eight. gonna make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. Dude, uh, great to Brian. Luca doesn't win a championship before Trey Young. Ooh, <laughs> take- I really, really like the Mavericks team right now, but they're not playing their best basketball. And when I look at the Hawks, I see an aging East team. The Bucks are going to be there. Maybe the 76ers, they have Joel Embiid, but he's really injury prone. The Nets have Katie and Harden, but how long are they going to stay in the league? While the West is just looking up, you have the Jazz. You have the Kings there on the way. You have the Pelicans. You have all these types of teams that are going to be there for a minute while the East is on the downturn. And let's not forget about the pieces that they surrounded Trey Young with. They have John Collins. They have uh, – I forget the name Cam of the Reddish. rookie center they drafted this year. They have yeah, they have Cam Reddish. They have the pieces to compete for a championship. The only mm-hmm. thing that's really holding them back, I would say, is the fact that they're young. Yeah. I definitely agree with you with that, bro. I didn't – I would – yeah, I don't think I'd ever think of that one. I like that take for real because – yeah, because Luca's one of those like superstar players, those one of the generation talents that you would hate to see not win a championship, but you could also see it happening, like him not winning one. AI. Yeah. Oh, AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one, Brian. So uh, moving on to Davey. I'm gonna say uh, non QB wins the Heisman again this year. Hey. Okay. Continue. So, going back and looking all the way to 2000, there were only one, two, three non-QBs that won the Heisman. And those three were Devonta Smith, obviously, Derrick Henry, and Mark Ingram. I think with Devonta Smith winning the Heisman, and it kind of opened up the door for people to realize that sometimes the receiver is the reason that that quarterback looks so good. They were so used to giving the quarterback the Heisman because he had all these stats which most of the time, you know, I, I can understand where they're coming from. But, I mean, sometimes the receiver makes the play. And with all the quarterbacks that are coming into this draft, like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, I think Mac Jones is going to the draft too. There's not a whole lot of super uber-talented quarterbacks left. 
And I think that it's going to probably be a running back. It's going to be pretty difficult for somebody to do something similar to what Smith did last year. But I just – I don't see a quarterback coming away with the highs. I don't know who it would be, you know. Okay, I definitely agree with you on that one. But question, do we – question for you specifically, or everybody, I want to hear everybody's take on this. Do we ever see another non-offensive Heisman? Because we know Charles Woodson did it, but do we ever see a prodigy on defense like Charles Woodson? I'm I think if, if we do, we'll, we'll see it coming. I mean, it'll be somebody that comes in as a freshman that was more sought after and more highly recruited than any other position. But right. it's going to have to be a Charles Woodson-esque type player. I mean, it's, it's really difficult to be that good on the defensive end of the ball in college and down. win the Heisman. I'm going to say no. Okay, uh, I no. think if you're just – you can't just be strictly defense. You have to return punts or something like that. Yeah. Because, like, it's really hard, especially in the collegiate level, to get a lot of turnovers, interceptions, because let's be honest, most of the teams right now are going to quick read uh, passes and quick handoffs, a lot of RPO stuff. But I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. Okay. I like it. Ethan, you got an opinion? No. <laughs> My boy said no. Nah, just no opinion at all. Although, like, I love college football, but I don't really focus on it as much as I do NBA and UFC. All right. Hey. It's a little – it's it's diverse. But. And I, I think we can all agree that baseball is just not worth the time. It's Amen. not America's. It's not America's pastime. I go to a. I go to a travelers game. I get bored. <laughs> yes, bro. It's just the food for me. I just start walking around at some point. Like Charles. I went. I went when Mike Trout was there. I was bored as crap. I didn't care for it, <laughs> bro. I went to an Angels game with Mike Trout. Well, I mean he's still there, but Mike Trout was amazing to watch at the Angels game, though. I will say yeah. the only oh. type of baseball that I watch regularly is the Omaha's. And that's when mm. Arkansas's, you know, that's the only time. I mean, oh, yeah. when Blaine Knight was uh, had us in the national championship game. I remember that was the first time I ever watched a baseball game from start to finish. And then Arkansas pulled in Arkansas and blew it at the last second. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's, please don't open that wound. I can <laughs> say, like, a good baseball team, watching a good baseball team live is actually entertaining. Because, I mean, my dad played baseball, and he was pretty good at it. I should have played baseball. I think I'd be better. I definitely would have been better at baseball than I am at football. So, I mean, just bad choice of sport by me when I was younger. But, um, but yeah, it's, like, it's interesting to watch live because, I mean, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't have any idea of what's going on. Honestly, most of the time, <laughs> they'd be like, this person is on deck. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just looking up at the board to see who's hitting next. And who's going to hit it over the fence and who's going to jump up over the fence to catch it. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. I'm watching for. So I like, want to see I some dangers. Yeah. It's entertaining to see those plays, but like until those plays happen, it's not entertaining. It's true. <laughs> like, it's true. I think the only game that I fully have watched, uh, yeah, it actually is. It was the Cubs and Indians game seven, their first win, uh, World Series win in like, you know, 100 plus years. That's the only one I've ever watched. See, all I know from living in this household is I'm supposed to support the Red Sox. I'm supposed to be mad when David Ortiz retired, when Mookie Betts left, and when Dustin Pedroia retired. That's all I know. I'm supposed to be. That's all I know. I, that's all I know. That's all I grew up on, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, that's all I know. Yeah. And right, we hate Rocky. the Yankees. 
That's it. I hate the Yankees. Yep, we're going to move on to Duncan for the next one. Let's see if you'll be 4 0. Bro. All right. So, Russell Wilson will not end his career in Seattle. He will be the first to go before Pete Carroll. Continue. No, let's go. All right. So, Carroll. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, four for four. <laughs> we're looking for four for four. All right. So, Carroll, Pete Carroll. Um, just recently signed an extension through 2025. All right, Russell's contract expires. He can become a unrestricted free agent at the end of 2024, so just a year earlier. So that's why I'm making this take. Um, and we talked about it earlier before, you know, the show started. But, you know, with Wilson voicing out his frustrations, uh, I just think, you know, with so many players just voicing out the frustration, if you're not going to protect this man because he has he's in his prime, all right, he is – Definitely in his prime, he's elite. He's top two consistently throughout the years, I believe. And, you know, if you want to continue at that level, and like he said before, he wants to play at Tom Brady's age. And if you're going to do that, you need protection. Um, so if they if they consistently just don't give him protection, because they've given him weapons on wide receiver, you know, DK, Tyler, all that kind of thing. If they just don't give him, like, one of the most important, if not the most important positions in that in the league – in O-line, then I don't think he's going to stay around. I think he's bold enough to, you know, stay until 2024, but I think he'll just walk. I, I, I think he's bold enough to say, I'm out of this. I'm not doing this. Uh, I agree. Okay. If you're four for four, I'll give a seat. I agree, man. He, um, no QB that wants to play for a long time. I mean, if you're playing football, unless you lose the love for it, you're going to want to play forever. That's how everybody is, man. It's not even about the money at some point. It's just the, you, it takes you back to the, your younger days. You're just out there having fun. But, um, yeah, if he keeps – they can't just solidify his own line, then he, he's not going to want to be there, bro. He wants to play for a while and being getting hit as many times he's getting hit. And, I mean, he's a durable quarterback, but age isn't helping. He is adorable. So, yeah. I thought he said adorable. <laughs> I thought he did too. That's why I said he's adorable. Oh. <laughs> uh, and he's uh, also, RJ. yeah, he's like, I'm there's, not sus, bro. I said a hot emoji. I got hear. text messages that prove otherwise. Uh-oh. You're lying. Oh, uh-uh. uh-uh. No, I'm not. We got messages. Uh-uh. And be he's lying. been he's been sacked the most, I think, in his you know nine year span more than any other quarterback has. And I'm like, yeah, him and Cam Newton have taken the most hits out of any other quarterback in like in the in the league y'all, ever. Y'all talked about that last week. Yeah, the situation that he's in, it kind of reminds me, it's not exactly the same, but when Drew Brees was in San Diego, he left Mm -hmm. because of that injury, but they also kind of lost faith in him, and he was getting hit a lot, and he wasn't able to do a lot of the things that he wanted to do, and when he did step out of that, I mean, his career took off, even though he was supposed to be at the end of it, and if he can get out of there with enough years left under his belt, I mean, he has the opportunity to do the same thing. I mean, you put him in the right situation with an offensive line. Yep. You're golden, bro. Yeah. He's like I said, he's still in his prime. He can still be elite for not only Seattle because he carries them for the especially the past couple of years, but he can if you put him in the right system, Indianapolis, you know, even New Orleans, like he's yes, going, sir. going to propel your team. I said that just for you, man, but he's going to propel <laughs> your team. I don't care who it is. Indianapolis has got to be like if he's looking to leave, I don't think he's looking to leave right now, but if he no. was to look to leave right now. Indianapolis would probably be his like his favorite spot because that line with Quinn Nelson just sitting in the middle of it is Man. insane. Quinn Nelson literally came in as a rookie. That that team went from 
being the most sacked team to having like the least sacks in the league, he yeah. solidified that line, and it just it he made the biggest impact because yeah. they just dropped I, that three hundred pound athlete in there, and he just said, "Yeah, you're not touching my guy back there." So yeah, they didn't. I agree with you that what you said about uh, him picking Indianapolis because that's the one thing Indianapolis has over New Orleans is a line. I mean, we saw how much Breeze got hit. He's not going to want any part in that. That's going to be the same situation that he just left. So why wouldn't he choose Indianapolis? Right. Yeah. Hey, I'll take four for four. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I got three more All left. Right. I'm feeling good. Ethan, you got no, I'm just saying I'm over two. Oh, <laughs> That's not good. Maybe we should keep score. Yikes. All right, Brian, you're up, man. Uh, this one's kind of boring, but the Chiefs win the next two Super Bowls. Straight makes two. Yep. Oh well, that would make sense. Yeah, next. Mm. I want to hear your thought process on this because I don't know how. Continue. You haven't denied it. Okay. Really. That Chiefs Super Bowl loss was probably one of the best things that probably could have happened to him. It's like medicine. You hate taking it, but it's good for you. Nobody likes to feel the confetti fall on their face at all, and I think that's going to motivate Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. All those guys to get well, not say get back to work, but work even harder to win a Super Bowl. And I think that they let uh, Demarcus Robinson walk this year, and they snag Kadarius Tony in the second round, and mm-hmm. add that to the Legion of Zoom, and that will put them like in title bound for the next three years, maybe. But I want two to be safe because I know my Dallas Cowboys are going to win the third year. So. Oh God! <laughs> ooh. ooh. That should have been your bold prediction right That's there, bro. Bold one, man. I, I agree. I agree with everything you just said <laughs> up until the Cowboys <laughs> statement. Um, Davey. Man, I'm going to go with uh, Embiid won't come back the same when he comes back from his injury. Ooh. Nah, Duncan. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Dark Horse MVP candidate, because you always have these. And he alluded to it earlier. I was like, crap, we're getting ahead of schedule. Zach Levine. Okay. All right, dude's having an all-star level year. You know, he already said it, 28-5-5. Bulls are currently the ninth seed. I mean – Are they doing a 10 seed this year too? Well, they're doing the play-in. Play-in. I think the eight and the nine seed play if I'm not – or is it the 10 plays the nine and then the winner of that plays the eight seed? I think it's that, yeah. I think it's that. Either way, they're in that – range uh of making the playoffs um yeah. and then i looked up his stats he's at you know 43 uh percent uh completion on three points that's a career high 51 uh field goal percentage that's a career high 85 percent from the free throw that's a career high so he's having a career year in general um so i mean that that in in a dark horse that's who i would pick zach levine that means I got three MVP candidates on my fantasy team, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares, Davey. We don't care, Davey. Oh. Nobody cares. It's hard for me to care at this point as easy as it is. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, if you're listening, what the heck, man? I mean. What were you thinking, bro? Dude. Uh, he legit just said, okay, except, and didn't even look at it. <laughs> oh. All right, Brian, you're up. <laughs> oh, I thought. Wait, he doesn't have any more ticks? No. No, Duncan took my last one. Hey. Right. You're welcome. I say Oklahoma City wins a championship this decade. Oh, 
okay, definitely this strong, decade. Man. I can I understand what, yeah, because they have like hella picks here soon too. They're playing 2K, bro. <laughs> yeah, they are, dude. Go ahead, Brian. I want to hear the rest of your thought process. They have like 17 more picks. Uh, you combine that with uh, Gilders Alexander, and they have a really good young player. Uh, let me pull up his name really quickly. He plays really good defense. Luke, hopefully, I don't port, uh, Dort. Yeah, I got He's him. really good. I think they make a championship run in the next decade for sure. Hey, man, I really like Shea, too. Unfortunately, I accidentally have him on my bench tonight, but uh, I really <laughs> do like I really do like what uh, Ooh, what he's girl. doing and what he's been able to produce as long as he stays healthy. I don't know. Was he out for Corona or was he out with injury? I can't remember, but he has been out for a little bit. So if he can stay healthy, that would be amazing for them as well. Uh, moving on to Davey. I'm going to say that Jimbo Fisher leads A&M to an appearance in the college football playoff. Yeah, okay, I agree. Continue. So he's been building oh that God. program. They've been out on the edge, even whenever Manziel was there. They weren't quite a championship contending team, even though he wasn't there. I mean, he, he came into a perfect position where you've got a top 15 team, top 15 program, and mm -hmm. he is a top five coach. And I think, you know, he's got his guys in there. He's been there for three years now, I think. So the, the freshman that he recruited with his first year, he's got all of his guys in there. I mean, that whole roster are his guys. This is his chance to prove that he's still got it. Uh, it they're talented. Um, I don't – is Mon leaving? Yeah, I was just yeah, about to leaving. ask you. So he's I think the, the guy that was his backup, I believe, is going to be a starter. And I still think he's a sophomore. Uh, he plays very similar to Mon. Like, uh, he can – be mobile, but he's also got a pretty good arm. I think the difference between Mond and this guy is he sat behind Mond and watched those mistakes that he made in big games that caused AM not to be in that running for the college football playoff. And I don't think he's going to make those same mistakes. Um, it, he's very smart. He's very high IQ. And I think that's the difference when you have a quarterback who plays high IQ, then you got a good coach, you got a good defense, you got a smart quarterback you have a better chance than most teams do to make the college football playoff. I like that take. I definitely agree with you. Um, didn't they only lose one game uh, last season too? I think so. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know they, oh, yeah. Cause, they, Cause he was like, he was like, uh, if you can't know. lose one game and make the playoffs and something's wrong with this league or something like that. Do y'all remember that quote? I know. I, I remember that quote, but I, I'm not, I, I may be the only one that saw it, but I think they only lost one game. They went nine and one. Yep. yep. Yeah, they were was, second in the SEC. Yeah, I was really impressed with how Kellen played this year. I was very impressed. He improved a lot. Yeah, I was watching him uh, his sophomore year. I liked the way he was just playing. He was – I mean, his sophomore year for a couple of games, his, him and his receivers weren't on the same page all the time, but he really showed up uh, this past season. I like Kellen Mond. I wish he would have stayed for his senior year just because, you know, coming into the draft with uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, that dude out of North, North Dakota State. Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, they, they're all just – they're all looking nice. Uh, Duncan, you got another take, man? Yeah, dude, I got two more. What you talking about? Are we five for five already? Yes, sir. I'll right. see if you go seven enough. Uh, we'll see, man. Um, I know I can go six and zero like Jordan, but uh, so we got. Skip him just for he, that. 
I, I, really I told you, Brian. No. I told you. I slipped those in just for him. Bro, um, dude's like an assassin. <laughs> all right. So, Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers rematch in this upcoming Super Bowl. But <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to skip you on that one, Doug. <laughs> uh, no, I don't agree with it. No. No. All right. No. Hey, okay. okay. Go okay. ahead, Brian. You can't uh, this is pretty boring as well, but I have next year the Golden State Warriors represent the West for the NBA Finals. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, go ahead, Davey. Uh, I'm gonna say he's a hating. major, <laughs> a major collegiate program will drop football in the next decade. Mm. Continue. I, I agree with that. So I'm not saying that a Power Five conference team is just gonna abandon their good football program, but a team like UConn that's really a basketball school. I mean, you look at the attendance for schools, it, it averages to be about 15% of their revenue for that, that team, what, just attendance. Um, and with COVID and everything, that kind of affects it. But I think that that's starting to make them realize how much money they're losing by putting an effort to a program that's not doing anything. I mean, if you're UConn, you don't have a chance at making – the college football playoff, you're probably not going to win your conference. So what are you doing? I mean, you're giving these scholarships to guys who aren't competing for really anything. And at, at some point in time, a school's going to say, you know what? It's time to shut it down. And it, it might be a big school like that. It could be just somebody little, but it's going to start a chain reaction where if you're not good at a sport, it's going to get abandoned and it's going to get disbanded because it's losing money. And they're going to start looking at college is more of a business as they already have i mean it's forty thousand dollars to go to school and get a piece of paper after four years right um it just I, I don't know man it's one of those things that it's inevitable to some degree i mean you can't just keep putting these guys out there year after year and not doing Ooh. anything and what okay, happened? i'm sorry curry just Are threw you, a lob up to uh 95 see, see i hate I, that you watch that live dope. tv bro and you, Cause I'm behind <laughs> with my Roku. <laughs> Yo, I know y'all were Juan, texting so ahead. Juan Toscano, bro, he's been pretty good so far this year. I didn't think he was gonna be anything really. He I was disagree. the one that passed up that open three and passed it to Curry, right? Oof! I just was, saw that lob, bro. Oh yeah, no. he's and a smart he was guy. Like, yeah, Steph's my teammate or something like that. Yeah, he was like, I passed up a good shot for a perfect shot because wide open Curry ain't gonna miss. He is two for two for twelve from three tonight. I saw who Curry. Curry. Everybody has a down night though. Him and Jimmy Butler haven't had the best game. Hey, he got a whole second half, bro. Curry owns the third quarter. That is his his game. He only got five minutes left. But yeah, so uh, I definitely agree with you. Like uh, those the bigger basketball schools and uh, like schools that just don't aren't making anything off of football. I understand what you're saying. Are you sure it's going to be UConn to drop it or Alabama? I th I'm thinking Alabama <laughs> will drop their football program. I think no. that instead of Alabama dropping their football program, they just make them play on Sundays against NFL teams instead, and it would be a whole lot right. easier that way. Right. Play the Browns. But they, they won't pay their athletes. That makes it even better. And they'd still win the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wild. They beat the Jets and the Cowboys, that's for sure. Oh yeah, my cowboy slander. Like we're not. <laughs> hey, bring the energy, dude. That's what we're doing. All right, uh, Duncan, we're gonna move on to you. Let's see. Be either six and or six and seven, five and two, or six and one. 
it would be six and one. Be six for seven. Anyway, go ahead, bro. Okay, I'm just saying. So, uh, <laughs> Brian, I hope you like this take. Uh, you might not, but my last take of uh, the evening is Dak Prescott will not end his career as a Dallas Cowboy. Okay, continue. I don't mind that take. <laughs> I don't mind. All right. I mean, to me, it's just silly at this point. If you just say if you don't believe in the man as your franchise quarterback, stop sugarcoating it. I heard this on NFL Live. This this uh, this uh, Marcus Spears, who's an analyst there, he's like, man, you know, it's like it's like uh, it's like an engagement. Like, when you're going to propose to this girl, if you're not going to propose, just break up. And that's what I kind of think. If I mean, if you want to propose to Dak Prescott, then propose to him and marry the dude. But if you're not, break up. So I think I mean, they're gonna break up. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna break up. I mean, he they might franchise fran wow franchise him <laughs> another year, but then after that, you know, I think he can leave after that. So I mean, I think other organizations will treat him better. Um, so. And I, I think that Dak is loyal to Dallas because I, I feel like he's a loyal person. I, he's a great person on and off the field. Um, but I just don't think they believe in him. So, I mean, I don't think he'll end his career as a Dallas Cowboy. I don't mind it. I like that I think, take. It's a very good take. I think his biggest accomplishment by the end of his career will be in the face of uh, Campbell's soup commercials. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't mean, have anything gonna... wrong with the guy. I just think that it's he's going to get stuck out in the cold. Uh, that's the part that I fear for him. I mean, he only got his start because Romo went down and then they kept him, which was smart. And, you know, he was playing really well. But if it doesn't work out with the Cowboys and he goes somewhere else, it's like, what? what's he really going to do for that team? You know, I mean, can he make that type of impact where he's going to be their long-term guy? Or is he going to turn into a a Teddy Bridgewater type guy where he's just, mm-hmm. he's good enough to start, but he's not, he's not going to change your the franchise. In passing two years ago. That was two years yeah, that ago. Was James Winston. That was Jameis Winston. Oh, yuck. 30 for 30. Gotta Big Jameis. No means no, Jameis. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So am I, am I six for seven? Uh, yeah, you're six for seven. Go ahead, Brian. The Vikings take? will win the NFC North. Ooh. This season? Yep. I like it. Uh, I like it. The Vikings win. Okay, yep. I want to hear Rogers. what you're saying. I want to hear what you're saying. I want to hear why. They got, that, they got that gritty guy that does that. Yep, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. You just ruined it. <laughs> I didn't do yep. it right, but. You took a couple of dollars from that man's paycheck after that one. But right. that's all right. I, I got to teach Duncan a new dance every shift we work together, bro. I taught him the dice roll. Oh, so long ago. He you still can't get it right. Do it. Get up. Do it. Do it. I wish people could I know, see this. I know Spotify or Apple, whatever you guys listen to, can't see this, but just, just imagine. Hold on. Let me. Yeah, let I, me got I got him. I got him. I got him. Got it? Go, Duncan. All right. All right. Hang on. I got to stay backwards. And then I do this kind of thing. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> Holy hey. crap. There you go. Yep. Screen right Duncan, there. Duncan, I don't want to be racist, but that was white. That was so white. That was so white. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. All right, go ahead, Brian. Uh, I want to hear your They reasoning. get Daniil Hunter back. 
and Michael Prince. Let me remind y'all that Neil Hunter is a premier pass rusher. Michael yes. Prince is a, a premier run stopper. And they also have, I believe, the number 12 overall pick this year. You combine that with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, a good offensive line, Kyle Rudolph, and Kim Folk, Kirk Cousins. I think they'll get the job done. And I don't know what they're going to draft. Maybe a defensive back or something like that, because they are probably going to lose Anthony Harris this year in free agency. But you still have Harris Harrison Smith, Smith is on his way out. Mm-hmm. You still have. I think he's, you got, still I think he's got a good like year a couple too, years. Yeah, a couple maybe. But I think they'll make a push and beat Aaron Rodgers out. Probably finish like ten and six, eleven and five, maybe. I like it. Man, I can't wait for the Bears to get good, though, man. They're wasting Khalil Mack away. Allen Robinson wants to leave. Allen Robinson. Did you see the – he got out of there. You see what happened with the Packers. Did you see the Houston trade that's probably going to happen with the Panthers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian, Christian McCaffrey and then three first-round picks. That's oh, – I mean – that the three first rounders is too much. I give them Chris McCaffrey and two at max, not three. Like I would like to see Deshaun Watson on the Dolphins because they can give him their two first round picks this year, Tua, and then like a second round pick. They're I not interested. The Texans aren't interested in Tua at all. Though. That's they. They don't want Tua. They. They, they, out the Texans. It. they better get that left-handed Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the Texans subject, where y'all think JJ is gonna go? Ooh. Hopefully he ends up in Dallas. After seeing that Arizona, after seeing DeAndre Hopkins post, that'd be cool if he went to Arizona. Oh man, uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa doesn't have enough money though. Thank because they have to sign Shaquille <laughs> Barrett and Chris Godwin, and then if you try to bring in JJ Watt, he's not going to play for a veteran minimum. They gonna find a think- way. I'm telling you, Tampa Bay's gonna find a way. It's just inevitable. That's my yeah. first thought every time I think about it. Is he's going to be with Brady. I you know, want I saw I want to... <laughs> Oh, wait, you got it. You got it. No, you go ahead. Mine's just a joke. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see him re- well, unite with his brother. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think I was just that about to would say be that. great. Yeah. JJ and uh, TJ. And then they have their brother, Derek Watt, on that team too. Or does he's he play fullback. for the Chargers? Yeah, he's yeah. the fullback. Yeah, fullback. Yep, and then I think they'll snag Najee Harris in the first round or second. Mm. You have yourself a team, Najee Ooh, Harris. They, they need Najee Harris. Ethan, imagine if Bryson, if they get Najee Harris. Well, Bryson can talk next year. He can actually say that Pittsburgh's going to win it all. <laughs> well, Dang. what my joke was is if any of you are ever feeling down or just like, you know, lost or whatever, just remember, at least you're not – Tom Brady's quarterback coach. I saw that. I saw <laughs> That's that. That's not funny. I saw cool. it. He got a like Super Bowl ring, bro. He is. Yeah. I just saw that. Like, what's the point? That was just silly. He has a. He and has he a, was just this fat guy. He was just this big guy just standing there, like, with his thumbs up while Tom Brady's throwing the ball. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll have to. I'll have to add a laugh track. I don't feel like we got a good reaction out of that. I'll add a laugh. <laughs> yeah, track. please do that. Please All right, do crickets, that. bro. Yeah, crickets. Uh, the Tampa dude, Bay yes, actually do that. By the way. Do that. Hey, Duncan, I gotta start adding more effects to this thing, man. 
Can, can I post Bro, that? We video gotta have more. I'm gonna post that video of you dancing and be like, "Hey, if you want to know why he danced, listen to the podcast." Oh yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. That's, That's how you promote it. it. That's how you promote it. Record it. That's how you promote it. All right, anybody it. else got I'll, any more takes, man? I got one more. Um, Go ahead, baby. But before I say it, I do want to say, Bryce. Uh, I've never met you before, or Brian. I'm sorry, bud. Um, I've I've never met you, but your knowledge and the depth of your knowledge, I appreciate because you you back it up with stats. You know what you're talking about. And just since I've never met you before, I just wanted you to to kind of hear that from me because that's that's awesome, man. I mean, you know okay. what you're talking about. Thank you, man. You're making me blush. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but my getting sentimental. Is, <laughs> the Warriors will make a big trade before the deadline hits. Okay, continue. Uh, Bob Myers has never been one to just sit on his hands and not do anything. Uh, I mean, whether it's moving Iggy around or and, and trying to get something from him and take care of him or, you know, KD helping us out and, and us getting D-Lo and that led to whatever. Um, we have so much useless stuff on our roster that it, it's not even funny. I mean, I, I think we have a lot of talent and there's a lot of potential individually, but as far as what Steve Kerr wants to do, it just doesn't fit with guys like Kelly Oubre and, and um, who is that? Um, he's number 10, the nobody dude that um, Wanamaker, Brad Wanamaker. It's like him and Kai Bowman. It's like, what are you going to do with these guys? So move these picks and get somebody like Drummond or like um, – who Drummond on that team? Yeah, with James I mean, Washington. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, if, if we do, if we do go for a a big guy like that, like Drummond or like Levine or maybe even Deal, uh, if that's a small possibility, it's going to require not just all the picks that we have, but it's going to take a Wiggins or it's going to take a Wiseman to get that. Uh, I think I think he's bold enough to do that because I don't think he's looking to see if we're going to win a championship this year, I think he knows we can make a playoff run and we might be able to get lucky enough to make it to the Western conference finals. But he's thinking when clay comes back, what can I do to make it easier for clay? What can I do to keep Steph doing what he's doing and, and make sure that he's great long-term, not just this season. And that's one of the things I really like about Bob is he's not focused on today. He's looking at tomorrow. I think that's where Suggs comes up there. Cause the Minnesota Timberwolves, they're bad right now. And they can get a top 10 pick. You combine that with Steph Curry. And we saw how Kevin Durant came back from his torn Achilles. He looks even better than he did. Yeah. Uh, I think it's top three protected for that Minnesota pick, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to look up on that a little bit more. But I think what they're, they're sitting pretty right now. I mean, I understand what you're saying with the role players. But I think that's where Nico Mannion – Jordan Poole's entering like his fourth year. I think that's where they need to step up. I hope Show they what do. you guys are made up for. Man, I don't. I don't see them tough. trading away James Wiseman this soon, though. Like you've seen what either. he has to offer. Seventeen. And they don't need to get rid of James Wiseman. I want to see him stay on the Warriors. If if somebody offers, if somebody offers yeah. them something and it's interesting enough, I think they'll take it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to agree with it or not, but. I just I know Bob likes to to take risks and likes to move people around and we're kind of on that bubble. We're right there where are you going to stick with what you got and see how far you can go or are you going to try and make a big trade and and 
move off that. But if you do, if you make a big trade, you better do something because if not, uh, it's it's your boo hiney that's on the line, you know. I like where they're sitting right now. I'm just gonna say that I'm not disagreeing with your take, but I like what right. they're sitting. It's it's hard not having you know Clay and KD and Draymond and Iggy and S Dot and Andrew Bogut on the team anymore because we're not the goats anymore, man. It's hard. <laughs> Zaza. Zaza. We're not even gonna talk about Zaza. Oh, really? No, we're not talking about Zaza. Right. We can is. talk about Andrew Bogut though. That wasted first rounder, first round, first overall wasted first round. Well, first overall pick for the Bucks. But I'm oh, surprised no. you didn't want to hear my take on LeBron being the goat and Jordan being the goat. I would have really like to get into that. <laughs> no, we got into, we got into it this morning. Oh, dude, the we, we get into time. it. We get we into it every day, every day, bro. New rule. We get into it. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian. We got Tom. We got Tom. Go ahead, bro. What did Davey say? I said new rule in the group message. We're not allowed to talk about LeBron and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, Brian. I want to hear your take on this. Go ahead. Okay. So, Michael Jordan's the reason why I say he's the goat. Look at his all his individual accomplishments. The 10 scoring title, 6-0. And I understand he wasn't going up against the best competition back then. I totally agree with that. But, like, you even saw the last dance whenever he went to Paris. Uh, no, all the kids watched him. Haven't seen he refuses to watch it. He refuses to watch it. Oh, well, if you, I, I recommend you watch it. But all the kids, like, flocked to him. Just, like, the essence of Michael Jordan. It was like he was a superstar. And even today, you see people buying his shoes, even though he played – 40, 50 years ago. It's it's crazy. But oh, I am not that the- old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 96 and 97 was not 40 years ago. We're in 2020, bro. <laughs> I was born in 97. Uh, but And LeBron's the best player of all time because you've never seen a 6'9 point guard, basically. And you look at the air that he's playing in with everybody who's super skilled. You have centers who can handle the ball like a point guard. And you have super teams like the Golden State Warriors. You just look at all the adversity LeBron has at the face of his career. They even made – he's so good that they put the three best skill positions, like skill players in the NBA on one team just to try to stop him from winning a championship. I think that just speaks to his greatness. I agree. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. That's the point I tried to bring up this morning, matter of fact. And then Davey goes, no, MJ is the best hooper of all time. And then, then we just got in a whole argument. And, of course, I won because I'm always going to come back 3-1 like LeBron did the Warriors. So, um, yeah. Well, it, it's kind of difficult when, I don't, when LeBron was young and in Cleveland the first time. I mean, he, he did not do that great in the playoffs. He kind of played like James It was Hart, only like, him. Well, yeah, but I, that's my, that's what I'm saying. I mean, okay, like, wait. he kind of realized Michael Jordan do this something to rebuttal. First year in the playoffs, something to rebuttal he, that. He, he he can't do it by himself. And I mean, Jordan Michael Jordan couldn't, couldn't do, it, do it, by it by himself either. I, I know Jordan couldn't do it by himself. Steph would not have won a championship in 2015 if he didn't have Clay and if everybody wasn't hurt on the Cavaliers. My point is, everything is circumstantial. You could always right. say, well, what if Draymond didn't get thrown out of that game, or what if Kyrie didn't go down in 2015, or or this and that, but it, it's so hard to say that a guy that relied on everybody else to make plays for him 
is better than a guy that went out there and took control over a game when it needed to be done. Like, it's not I that – I think LeBron is honestly more talented than Jordan. He can do more things on the basketball court than Jordan can, yes. But when it comes to winning, and it's winning time, it, it's <laughs> Jordan. And you can't – if you could pick somebody to take the last shot in the finals and – or if I had to pick somebody to – if there's a guy holding the gun to my head and he's like, pick one person to shoot a free throw – I'd take Michael Jordan today. <laughs> I, mean, Man, I know you're 60, bro. Jordan that interests you in the fact that LeBron has a better win percentage in the playoffs than Michael Jordan? He don't have a better win percentage in the finals, though. <laughs> well, it's easy whenever you're going up against a, Ma- a Magic Johnson who has HIV. I mean, It's easy whenever you're going up against a bunch of trash teams in the East. I mean, who did he play in the East whenever he was okay. in Miami and Cleveland? When LeBron made the finals at 22, guess who's 22? The sh- uh, Shy Gilders Alexander, he's 22 right now. Where's he at? Home, 13th seed. Jason Tatum, 22. Well, he was 22. I don't know how old he is right now. He's pretty old. Where were they? He's pretty old. He's probably like 24. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, he, he didn't play anybody. I mean, he never beat anybody besides Golden State. That's the one thing that he has in his whole career. Is Who is Michael Jordan beat? Steph Curry. Who is Michael Jordan beat? Michael Jordan beat the bad boys. He beat Reggie Miller. He beat the he beat bad Larry boys whenever Bird. they were 33. I don't want to hear about Reggie Miller, bro. What are you talking about? Reggie Miller is not relevant. Hakeem Olajuwon, he beat Clyde Drexler. He beat Hakeem? He beat Hakeem in the finals? Yeah. Well, he didn't beat Hakeem in the finals, but, I mean, like, he he handled We're talking about the finals, fam. Okay, Stockton and Malone. Um, who else? At the end of their careers, continue. (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, if you want to say that, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, it's all circumstantial. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, they were old, but whenever uh, he came back three one on Golden State, we didn't have Draymond. So it's like pick your poison. But they were. I mean, you you can't have it both. But they were all. Yeah, I know they weren't old, but we missed our best defensive player. I mean, I have. I have a question for you. Do you think? I mean, Michael Jordan could have beat the Warriors team with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. And Clay no. Thompson. Uh, if, you, if you believe that, one hundred with that Cavaliers team. With the okay, you, you're t- so replace Jordan. Yep. On replace the the, uh, uh, the sixteen team or the fifteen team. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the 2017, 18 year. Whenever they had uh, Kevin. So Durant. when they had KD. Well, oh, so when they had completely had nobody love. on that team. The next they best player on that love, team was Jordan Kyrie Clarkson Irving. and Kevin Love. Kevin Love, Kevin love Kyrie, Jordan you think Clarkson. He makes, you Bro, think he I mean, water and wine with that. You could put, I mean, like you, you could I put whoever you want to put on the other side of the ball in the finals against Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan's going to beat him. No, he no, he's care. not. I mean, he'll beat Jamal, bro. That's bro, Michael a, Jordan didn't that's even a play bad defense. Take. Scottie Pippen did it. I don't all know. Defense, I mean, how, how is it a bad take when he's six and zero? Fam, you're Michael telling me Jordan right now that Michael Jordan really is going to be Kyrie is going to be Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, KD, who's going to guard him? Who's going to guard Michael Jordan? And Michael Jordan's going to guard all three of them now. I love Clay. I think Clay's the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Let's not act like Clay Thompson can't play defense, and let's not oh, act no. like Draymond Green can't play defense. I know, but let's not act like Michael Jordan like didn't Curry, molest Clay, everybody that he played. KD are going to give three, going to give MJ three times as many points as MJ puts up. All I know Fact. is it doesn't like, bro. Matter. If they all, they all could put up thirty in one game by themselves. Legit. Yeah, but I mean, I saw games where we were, I think, one point ahead of the 76ers before Ben Simmons and Embiid were there when we had those guys. And it's like, you can be as good as that's not the playoffs, though. It's completely different. 
<laughs> well, but it, it's always different whenever. Why? What? Well, I just it, want to know it, why you said uh, Michael Jordan didn't play defense. Scotty win DPOI. No, he's, he's, he's one of five players to ever win an MVP and a defensive player of the year award. And he made uh, the all-defense teams nine, te- nine times stri- – not straight, but in his career. Hold on. He going to say Michael Jordan's up to go, and he don't even know anything about Michael Jordan. He didn't even <laughs> watch the last dance. I'm going to say that he's – I agree with the fact that he was a good, but LeBron's the best player to ever touch basketball. It's like Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather. When you think of boxing, you think Muhammad Ali, but the best boxer ever is Floyd Mayweather. Did Floyd ever lose? No. Did Michael ever, Michael ever lose? We're going to talk about the Pistons? Yeah, he lost. He lost a lot before he got Scottie Pippen. Yes. Okay, well, I mean, LeBron lost a lot. LeBron lost a lot before he got Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. (laughs) He lost with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to a blue-ridden dirt. That's the only team – that's the only time I'll say you can drop Michael Jordan and he'll probably win that matchup. That's the only time I could say that. Any other time, I don't think. Who was on the the Mavericks besides Dirk and Jason Terry? Uh, Jason Kidd at the end of his career. Monte Ellis. At the end of his career. Monte Ellis, it was about the end of Monte Ellis' It was. Um, he had – bro, he was in Golden State for about, nah, what, seven or eight that years before he That was his prime, I think. Yeah. His prime was in Golden State. I mean, he was yeah. in Golden State till he was like – We're not going to act and like then, he didn't play like three seasons in the Pacers after that. Yeah, but he you're did. not going to act like he was in the prime of his career when he was in Dallas. He wasn't. It was, it was Dirk, and it was probably the Jets. And then – I mean, I think they had Josh Howard. But, I mean, like, you had a bunch of role players, bro. And you're going to laugh at a guy and fake cough at a guy and then let him put up 30 on your head. And then, be like, oh, well, we will. No, you're a super team and you lost to a team who had a bunch of role players and a tall German. Bro, and um, hold on, Ethan. Bro, you're, you're not going to sit here and act like Scottie Pippen didn't get the uh, all-defensive first team eight times. We're not going to act like that, right? I'm not acting like anything. Twice. I'm just saying you can't sit there and say – Michael didn't play defense. That's all I'm saying. You can't tell me that Scottie Pippen didn't play more defense, though. I never said he didn't. Okay, exactly what I'm saying. Michael Jordan isn't guarding the best player on that court. LeBron's not guarding the best player on the court. LeBron won't even guard Steph Curry. That shouldn't be a part of your argument, then, because neither of them are doing it. Michael was. Michael, Michael could guard anybody on the court at any time. No, no bro, no. He clearly he couldn't have Scottie Pippen. He did. Scottie Pippen was just another good defender on the team. It nah, doesn't mean bro. that he wasn't guarding whoa, the best player. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's back up because Scottie Pippen would take the the best matchup for the first three quarters because he was pressing Magic Johnson ninety four feet in Michael's first NBA Finals. It's quiet. Ain't no back talk. <laughs> it's quiet. Yeah, but who who was LeBron hey, ever guarded at any point? He didn't guard Dirk. Duncan, keep just, this in the podcast. I just run this podcast. I, I'm listening. LeBron couldn't guard Dirk. LeBron couldn't guard Steph. He couldn't guard KD because I recall KD hitting a bunch of shots in his face and whenever KD was there. You're bringing um, up the best bro score ever. If Kobe, if Kobe, <laughs> if Kobe couldn't guard KD, MJ ain't guarding him either. I'm telling you that right now. Oh no, bro. I, it's kind of right difficult. It, it's hard to say a guy that's not in the league anymore is because it's, it's like, how, I mean, we could have this argument for 40 hours. I mean, it's like there's no right or wrong answer. That's why every time that I have this discussion, it always ends with me saying there's a Mount Rushmore. Like you got the you got the Hall of Fame and then there's the echelon above that. 
And that's where there's no debate. I mean, you, you, you have guys in the Hall of Fame like Isaiah Thomas, but then you have that legion above it where you've got your Larry, you got your Kobe, you got your Mike, you got your LeBron. Isaiah Thomas. Didn't he like beat Michael Jordan in the playoffs a couple of times, if I'm not mistaken? I think he may have beat him one time. I think then, Jordan was like 21. Yeah. Didn't no, when um, uh, Michael Jordan, like the first time he made the playoffs, when, didn't he have like a 32 and some record? Like he only had 32 wins and then got five games by the Boston Celtics. I think the first time LeBron made the finals, he got swept. And I think the first time he made the – Exactly, the West, there's the levels to this. Finals, first round. Yeah, but again, he was in the East at the time. I mean, look at who Jordan had to go through. And I mean, if he had to, if he lost to the most talented team in the East, and LeBron ran through a completely disoriented conference, it's like, I mean, now that he's in the West, and it's then he hard to, to have that argument. And yeah, that's, that's why it's hard to have that argument. But at the same time, I mean, last year, whenever he won, Golden State was, was injured and, and banged up. It, I, it's just. It's all circumstantial. It's tough because, I mean, it's a like, lot of luck. It's a lot of luck that goes into winning the championship. That's what sports are, honestly, is you got to be lucky. You got to not get hurt, which you can't control. And you better hope to God that the team that you're playing against doesn't just catch fire and go off. That's the only reason the Heat made the finals last year is because they caught fire at the right time. That, they're garbage now, but they caught fire in the bubble. Is that no pun intended? Bro, I'm sitting here arguing with NBA finals the MVPs. Podcast. I'm sorry, bro. You know, LeBron Sixth. never won a defensive player of the year. He's been in the league, like, what, almost 20 years and only made all actually, defense five times? We're not going to act like he hasn't gotten snowed before, bro. Stop, stop playing, bro. Michael we'll Jordan's in the league 15 snubbed. years. The, the biggest snub of all time was 2015, giving Andre Iguodala the finals MVP and not giving it to Steph Curry. Curry. Bro, we're not talking about – we're not bringing that I know. Up, I'm just saying, you said snub, and that, that, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Max Kellerman, Max Kellerman, and, being like, and LeBron you know, should have won. LeBron, yeah, bro, come on now. I LeBron's got snowed way more than Jordan is possibly able to be snowed. I'll, I'll play you on two K, and I'll I'll use Jordan, and I'll use a bunch of sixty five overalls, and you can use the the twenty sixteen Cavaliers, and we'll we'll see what's up. So much like Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> that was a skill. All right, I like that. I like that I idea. I think me and Brian because I remember he made like he made a uh, first take whenever he was back in first take. He made an argument like that. He said he'll take Michael Jordan and started trolling and said Kwame Brown and a whole bunch of bust and said as long as I got Jordan, I'll win. And that's <laughs> yeah. what Jordan fans do. They troll a lot. <laughs> and that's what Jordan did. I mean, look at the team besides Rodman and besides uh, Pippen. Oh yeah, his his way of leadership. Do you think guys today would have gone for that? Punching somebody in the face, really? I mean, if you if if you, I mean, it's like everybody leads differently. But I'd much rather have a leader who wants to win than a leader who wants to cry and complain and call officials after the game and say you should have called this, you should have called that. I leave that it on same the leader that you're talking about averages thirty ten and ten. Yeah, he averages thirty ten and ten because it's in like the, the refs let him do whatever he wants. Like everything that now LeBron the does is legal, and everything that happens to LeBron is a foul. It's like. What do you do? I mean, you breathe on the guy and they call a foul. Oh, my. Well, there's no really right or wrong answer. It's like 1A and 1B. Some people it's just have fun to have this a. conversation. Yeah, it is. It's a good topic. 
yeah it's it's a very fun discussion it's fun to listen to it's fun to listen to um guys do you have any more uh takes before we hop off mm. oh man i just like to say i think me and brian, uh me and brian definitely won this argument uh hey, i see how it is y'all are more knowledgeable than i am so um hey Hey, I think we can wrap it up now. <laughs> We've had a great time. Oh, this podcast, I want to so say something bold and crazy real quick. If Golden State makes it in as the eight seed and LA is the one seed, you already know what's going to happen, bro. LA is going to smack the Golden State. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Golden Play State won't even make bro. it to LA. Bro, let's, let's, make it let's save that for the next episode. <laughs> save that for the next episode. I like Davey trying to add another hour to the. To He's the trying to add another one. <laughs> He's trying to sneak one in. No, we'll, well, we'll, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I dude. really appreciate oh, no it. Problem. Hey, Tom, man. Yeah, like Davey said, man, you're. I really like having you on too. Yeah, you're super knowledgeable, man. We appreciate your input. It was fun. Um, to wrap up this episode, I just want to thank co-hosts RJ for always coming, uh, always yes, having back here at the podcast. Uh, I also want to thank the two newly sworn in co-host ethan and davy just appreciate you got your guys support of this podcast and effort and everything like that uh can't wait to have you guys on in pre uh future episodes and then also to uh we want to thank our guest brian appreciate you man um loved your takes loved your input they were bold they were fun um and discussions like these whether it's about jordan or my uh lebron or anything like that uh it's just fun it's just a bunch of dudes having fun, uh, being dumb, talking sports. That's all it is. That's sports and donuts. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is, man. Uh, so, Brian, appreciate you for coming on. Uh, we hope to have you on if scheduling allows for future episodes. Um, again, you're very knowledgeable, and we, we want to have that and bring that energy. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to episode number six. Uh, let's blow this thing up. Uh, this episode will be out on Thursday, which will be February 18th. 2021 so blow it up uh episode number six will come out then and uh we'll have episode seven out next week all right guys hey appreciate y'all uh and thank you guys for listening yo 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 yes sir (laughs) you already know dude you already know all right peace guys